you're here. Welcome to the Masterminding Success Podcast. They say if you want to be successful in business and in life, then surround yourself with successful people. So pull up a seat. The Mastermind is about to begin. Hey, glad you could join us for another episode of the Masterminding Success Podcast. We're your host, Keith Wheeler. And Nuria Colby. And what are we talking about today, Nuria? Today we're going to talk about it's not about you. So that's another interesting topic. And uh, I'm not quite sure from which angle we should start this off, Keith. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's We were just talking about before the episode. I was like, I don't know how long we could talk about this. And, and you brought up some really good angles that I, I hadn't thought of. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, obviously we're talking about business. And, mm -hmm. and uh, many times people in their business are running into issues that you know they're not getting enough customers or maybe the customer the clientele that they're getting isn't what they were expecting whether it's the type or the you know the actual you know the volume that they're getting and the very first thing i always ask them is you know what's you know what was the point you know it, it's because it's not about you and so it's usually the the very first thing i say to people and, and that usually has them open their eyes and be like oh okay it's not about me all right. It's really funny you should say that because I was reading a Facebook post earlier. It's a group for uh, female entrepreneurs and a lady was saying, I want to start a business. I've got so many ideas. Ideas are coming to me, but I need to start something without any money, without any investment. What can I start? And I thought to myself, wow, that's the wrong way to approach this because it's not about you. It's not about your ideas and uh, your business. It's about your target, your your audience, your customers. You know, are those ideas um, something that people need or want? Even because I've got lots of ideas, but a lot of them, I know they're not they're not going to really make the the light of day because I know there's no interest in them. There might be a little bit of interest, but not a lot. So you really have to to look at your business and think, you know, is this a viable business? Is this, how can I help people? How can I be of service to people? And that's that's how a business then takes off because then obviously people are interested and it's useful for them. So if it's about you and about what you want and about what you want to create and put out there, that's the wrong way around, in my opinion. I think you really need to see, you know, it's about them and see what they want and what they're looking for. Don't you think? I do. I do. And, you know, and don't get me wrong. We're, we're not saying that, that you shouldn't do something that you enjoy, especially, you know, you're doing this as a, as a side hustle or whatever, uh, you know, you don't want it to be a grind that you don't like, you know, it's just, Absolutely. that's just one more job at that point. So, but, but there's, there's a happy medium. I, I've run into people like what you were talking about, who they say, you know, what can I do? That's going to make me a lot of money. You know, yeah. and you know, and or how much money can I make doing this? And if you're thinking about the money right off the bat, again, it's not about you. It's it's about those, you know, your your end customers. And you know, I've found so many times that, you know, if if you have the right mindset going in, that in and your and your target is is focused on the end user, whoever's going to be you know buying that product or or using whatever you're creating. That, that's when the money comes, you know, is if, because I've seen people, you know, we, obviously we talk about books a lot on this uh, channel and in the, you know, this podcast, but, um, 
but so many times people will create, they had a great idea for a children's book, great idea for it. Nobody's buying it. And, and it breaks my heart because I, I know, I mean, I, I write children's books too, so I know how much passion goes into it. And if you want to create something, a book, whatever, as a passion project, that's fine. But it goes back to what we talked about before, which is setting expectation, you know? So you need to know that if you did it for yourself, that's fine. Or you did it for your kids, you did it for your grandkids, that's fine. But don't be surprised when the sales don't come, you know? when when the success that you're hoping for doesn't come and mm-hmm. so it, and it's not until you think about them you think about your target audience that you're gonna see the success yeah. because you're gonna be able to tweak your business you know or completely sometimes you got to pivot completely because what you created was again it was a passion project um you you know you wanted to be a published author you wanted to get this children's book out great you've done it congratulations pat yourself on the back there's nothing wrong with that but again, if if what you, if the reason you did it is here and your expectations are here, that's when you're going to you know feel like you failed and you haven't failed. You just you were two different targets, you know, you know, your reasoning and uh, for doing it and what you expected were two different things. Yeah. And and you were doing it for two different reasons. You were creating it for you. So what you but you're expecting people to buy it as if you created it for them, you know, and so. I mean, people, people are very, in general, very tight with their money, especially nowadays. And so if they're not going to buy something just because you wanted to create it, you know, they're going to buy something that they have a need or a desire for. And so that's why you really have to to kind of keep that mindset that it's not about you. You've just summed it up beautifully, really, in a nutshell. And, you know, that's so true. If you want to create, like, the, the example you gave was perfect, the children's books. If you want to create something that you're passionate about, go ahead and do it because that's, you know, that's that's what life is all about. But it's if you're thinking about it as a way to make money, then you have to approach it slightly differently. I think the people who can combine both, who are passionate about something that makes them money, they've They've got the best of both worlds. Right. They're, they're very, very lucky, I would say. And um, and it's not impossible because I always think, you know, when I think about my target audience, who is my target audience? I've always found that very difficult in previous businesses when I had the jewelry business, you know, because I don't use much jewelry. I'm not into jewelry. I kind of found it found it really hard to think of who my target audience was, whereas now, my target audience is people like me. So right. I'm kind of mirroring my my own life in my target audience. And whatever I create now is something that would have been helpful to me when I first started. So I think if you can combine a business that way, then it can be about you. <laughs> then it can be, right. you know, but again, it's not totally about you as well. I was just going yeah. to say, I was going to say, <laughs> Do you only create things that that you want? Do you just do you just come up with an idea and yeah. say, "Ooh, this sounds like a great idea," and then you create it, or do you do research and make sure that 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 there's actually an audience for that? Exactly, exactly. The audience has to be there for it. So it's um like I said, I mean, people are very lucky when they can combine both, but it's not always that easy. And uh, sometimes you can start a business that you're not 
really that excited about and it can work because you've done your research and you've made it about somebody else and not so much about you. But it's one of those things. I think um, um, one of the angles I thought about before we started the podcast, we were talking about it and uh, I think I said, why shouldn't it be about you? Right. Um, and I think that's one good way of looking at it because it should be about your customer. It should be about they about what they need or what they want. You know, there's different types of businesses. Some businesses, they kind of um, fill a gap where there's a need and, and some are not that people need the thing, but there is a, I don't know, there's a value to, to what you're right. giving them. Could be entertaining, could be, um, you know, luxury goods are not something people need, but there is a market for them. So it just depends how you look at it and it's definitely uh you know an advantage if if it can be about you as well but the whole thing is not about you at all it's it's about your customers so and i think you find that i found that out the hard way really <laughs> because the first businesses i think not all businesses but i think the ones that didn't do too well were coming from a from my point of view, rather than from a need, I was very successful with my language school because that wasn't coming from me. That was a need that I was fulfilling. So, you know, any and even now, I think I'm fulfilling a need now with the things that I create now. So that's obviously working better for me than the jewelry business did, even though that did well as well, but not to the extent where I could scale it. That's the other thing, right. you know, you can scale a business better when it's about you when it's all about your customers and not about you at all <laughs> so. right yeah because and and you know it's one thing that you know we we kind of briefly talked about is is finding what is relevant to them by by doing research and and you know uh in order to find success one of the things that i always suggest is is finding something that uh, that there is a need for but that there's not a lot of competition. Uh, can you still be successful if there's a lot of competition? Absolutely. But then you end up spending more time or money on things like marketing and promotion and things that most people don't enjoy. You know, so so I, I do think that that you know obviously it's really important to to find to a need um, or or a desire for something. And one reason why I think it it really has to be about them is because when you learn more about your user you learn not only what they need, but you learn why they need it, how they want it, and and that kind of stuff. And that is great to use in the marketing promotion that nobody likes to do, you know, because then you can you can speak to those those points. And it, it's kind of like those commercials. Uh, it, I remember, you know, when I was younger, you know, I, I'd see these commercials and you'd have this narrator and they're asking you, you know, do you this? And, and every time they ask a question, you're like, yes. Yes, yeah, that's what you want your customer to, to 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 say when they're you know when they're reading a you know a marketing thing that you've done or an ad or something like that. Uh, you you want them to know because it all comes down to know, like, and trust. People buy from someone that they know, like, and trust. Well, if they don't know you yet, then they not necessarily like you. But but if if you are basically in their head, like you know what they want because you've focused on them. You've focused on, you know, it's not about you. It's about them. 
then they feel like you know them, then they immediately trust you, Yeah, you know, and because they feel, okay, this guy gets me or this girl gets me. So, um, it, you know, it's, it definitely helps your business. Definitely. And I think what you just said is, um, it's all about connection, really mm-hmm. finding a connection with somebody because it's, um, you know, you can, you can apply this to business, but you can also apply this to social media or influencers and then, you know, who are the ones you follow and why do you follow them? I think in many cases it's because you have a connection with them. There's something that they're providing that you're interested in or that you find interesting or that you can make use of. And if it's like an entertainment channel, you might think, well, there's there's no need for that. But there is because they might be providing something that just makes people happy when they, when they look or it provides validation of something that they're dealing with and uh, they like to see it happening to other people as well or, you know, they can relate to that. So it's all about relatability and making connections. And I think that's why it's so important as a business to really keep your customers connected to you and talk to them and and find out what they need and, and what they want. And... Um, and it makes it more enjoyable, I find, as well, to have that connection and to to be able to know what your customers need and want. And again, it's not about you then, it's about them. They might think that it's about you or other people might think it's about you. And uh, it's not really, it's about what you can help them with and what what they need from you. And that brings out the help in you. So it could be anybody, Not I don't want to steer away people from my channel please keep watching me but it could be just somebody else that provides the same the same need that that fulfills the same need so you know it's it's all it's really about them not not us or not not the business in itself it's the customers that that matter really right and and a perfect example is is what we're doing with this podcast you know we've we've said on numerous episodes you know let us know ideas that you have and 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 we have created you know episodes completely based on suggestions that we've got from you know people who have emailed us or people who've commented on the YouTube channel and so you know it again because we're making this not about us you know it's about you know the the listeners or the or the viewers if it's on the YouTube channel and yeah and and I agree when it comes to YouTube I do the same thing you know I tell people you know, especially if it comes to something, you know, business oriented, I'm like, don't just listen to me. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't even conceive the fact that I am the know all end all of everything. You know, I, I don't know everything. I'm always learning in this business, which is why I love the business. Yeah. And I think if I stop learning is when I'll stop doing it. But, you know, so I always say, Hey, check out other channels or whatever. Keep, keep, you know, keep subscribing to mine, but, but, you know, check, <laughs> you know, check out other channels and, and, you know, and I love when, when they give me feedback on a video and they'll say, have you looked into this that so-and-so did? And I'm like, no, that's a great idea. And then I'll go watch somebody else's videos. And, you know, it's, it's kind of helping the the community as a whole, but one good way to, to kind of keep in touch with your already existing customers is uh, through an email list, which we can do a whole nother, uh, you know, episode on, but again, it, it keeps it, it keeps you in line with focusing on the end user. 
And when you do make it about them and not about you, not only do you have a much better chance of getting customers in the beginning with, but if they feel like you understand them and that you care about them and that you have them in the forefront, then you have a much better chance of getting repeat customers, Absolutely. which I mean, that's, that's what it's all about, right? Is I mean, the, the occasional customer is great, but it's that repeat customer that the moment you come up with something new is going to buy it. The moment you, uh, you know, you make a change that will be the first one to tell you whether it was good or not. You know, those are the people that are, you know, invaluable to your business. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and even the people that are in your industry, they're not your customers, they're your competitors, maybe, but even they, it's about them as well, rather than about you. Because what they do is important as well, because that affects your business, you know. So I'd rather, I, I like to look at my competition as, um, business, as people in the same business. You know, I don't see it as competition because in some ways I try to be different and uh, and then it's, it, you know, it's not about them either. It's about their customers as well. Right. Um, so it's all it's all connected, but it's never about us. <laughs> it's never right. about the business owner. It's never, if you're thinking of starting a business, it really isn't about you. It, as harsh as that sounds, but it's about everything else. You know all the the infrastructure around you, the the connections that you build, and they can be with customers or with competitors. It, you know, it's all it all affects your business more than you can affect your business. Obviously, you affect your business as well, but that is all involved as well. So yeah, it really is a a matter of it's not about you; it's it's about everything else, really. <laughs> really, yeah. No, I agree. And, and, you know, I, I know I talked earlier about children's books and, and, you know, I don't want it to come off as, as a deterrent where I'm saying you shouldn't do children's books or something like that. No, what I'm saying is, is you should do research and find out what types of children's books or what types of whatever you, you want to create. Is there a need for it? And then you find out, oh yeah, there is a need for it. Okay. And then if you want to put your own spin on it, is there a need for that? And, and that's when you can dial your business in a lot more. And to be honest, there's times when you can find something that, you know, your research tells you, well, there's not really a need for this, you know, and you can still make it successful. It just takes more work. It takes more marketing. It takes more, you know, letting people know why they need you and they just don't know it yet. That kind of stuff. Absolutely. Whereas, whereas if it's something that, that they know already that they need or that they're interested in, it just makes it so much easier. It really does. You just hit on something really interesting and important. And uh, a lot of big companies, they produce stuff that where well, there wasn't a need to begin with, but they created a need <laughs> They with their marketing and with their, you know, with their promotions. And uh, that's really clever how they do that. But, you know, that's big companies can do that. But smaller businesses, it's really important to to do your research. And coming back to what I said at the beginning about this lady on the Facebook group asking, you know, what business should I start that doesn't require any any investment? And I've got so many ideas. And I was really happy to see that people were replying in that sense. They were saying, of all of your ideas, which ones have you researched? You know, which ones have you looked into? What's your target audience like? You know, and uh, it didn't look like she had done her research because 
you know, from the way she was replying, it wasn't really something she had thought of. So I th I'm glad that she got those people supporting her in her vision of creating a business, but also giving her really good advice on right. on how to do that, because I think that's that's important. Yeah, and and really, she's really lucky that she was able to ask a question like that um, in a community like that, yeah. basically before she's learn the hard way that it's not about you you know yeah. she was able to to learn before she even started and so that's that's something that's uh, pretty invaluable in and of itself but yeah. but yeah when you were talking about uh, you know people creating things that that there wasn't a need for all i think of and this was a, a little bit before me um but people had pet rocks okay can we just acknowledge that that people had pet rocks did they oh yeah here in the yeah here in the states that was a huge thing in the, I think it was the seventies where they were literally rocks, just like a rock from outside. And it was like, <laughs> it was a huge, a huge fat phenomenon, you know? And I'm like, people were making money selling rocks, you know? So again, it, it comes, it, you know, but, but then the downside to that is, is because there wasn't really a need for that. As soon as they stopped marketing it, as soon as, you know, they stopped promoting it, whatever, nobody needs a pet rock anymore. You know, um, and so that's just a just kind of a a, a funny throwback. Um, but that's a great but yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's like you know. So again, it's not a deterrent saying that you know your business can't be successful, whatever your business is. But to me, at least, what it for me, what I consider a successful business is, um, for one, it's less about the money; it's more about the customers. You know? So it's about them, you know, so that you have happy customers. But also, it's the amount of effort that I have to put into it compared to what I get back. If, I mean, I, I'm, I'm fit. I've got a lot of ideas that I can make successful, but it would put way, I'd have to put way more work into it than I think it's worth, you know? And so, especially when there are other things that I could do that I research and I know that there's a niche for, and you know, that there's, you know, customers that are hungry for that, have a need for that, have a desire for that, that I can fulfill with a lot less effort on my, on my end and a lot less, whether, you know, money and, you know, uh, time and whatever it is important to you as far as your effort. Yeah. So again, <laughs> again, it not, not a deterrent that, you know, whatever you're doing right now, cause I don't want people to think, oh, well, you know, I, I didn't do my research and I've got this business and now it's going to go down. No, but you know, I, first thing I would say is, is start doing research now. You know, it's, it's not, especially if you're, if you're not seeing success that you wanted, you know, see if maybe you unintentionally made it about you and not about the customer, or maybe you don't have a complete understanding of your customers. Also people change, you know, uh, depending on how, you know, you know, in, in books, you know, I, I tell people, I always check my keywords. If I start seeing some sa my sales going down, um, over, you know, a, a decent amount of time, at least once a year, I'll recheck my keyword and I'll see, you know, maybe people don't search for this type of book this way anymore. They're not using this terminology anymore yes. because, you know, because everyday slang and everything else comes into your, um, you know, the, the way you search for things, whether you're doing it intentionally or not. And so, um, again, if you, if your business is not doing as well as you wanted it to to or as much as you think it should because hopefully even if you did make it about you hopefully you at least know enough about 
than, you know, the industry that you're in to know what it should be doing, you know, what, it, you know, what, you know, a, a company of your size or a business of your size should be doing. Um, if it's not accomplishing that, then go back and, and, you know, do a little bit of research after the fact, and you can kind of pivot your business a little bit or sometimes completely 180 if you have to, um, to, to make it about them in the end, make it about your customer yeah. and your customers will appreciate you for it. Definitely. Totally agree. Yeah. That was, that was a, a good point you made earlier as well, but yeah, no, I didn't know about pet rocks. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should, yeah. You'll need to do a search oh, yeah. on it. I will. Yeah. yeah look it up. Cause I want to, it was either sixties or seventies. Um, I don't know. My, my parents when, tell me about it. You know, it I'm warning. I obviously I was a kid in the seventies and I remember it vividly, all the things that were in I remember toys that aren't allowed anymore because they're dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's dangerous now. Nah, that's true. <laughs> but from watching YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And listening to podcasts. Yeah. That's it. Well, this has been another great mastermind area. Once again, a huge thank you to all our listeners and viewers who came to tag along. If you enjoyed today's mastermind, please consider following or subscribing to the podcast and maybe even leaving us a review. It'd mean the world to us. Until next week, I'm Keith Wheeler. And I'm Noria Colby. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs> all right, you got to look up. Thanks for joining the mastermind today. Be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice and tell a friend who would enjoy it too. Your support is greatly appreciated. This has been the Masterminding Success Podcast.